the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome back. Uh, joining me here today is someone that I have had the pleasure and the honor of interviewing before, working with, speaking with, learning some lessons from A, B, C, D, E, and all of the above. You know, she's somebody that has become a friend and a colleague at the same time. I'm speaking about Fearless Living, Emmy Award winner Rhonda Britton. She is chiming in on our Global Prosperity Campaign, and I can't wait to hear what she thinks about that. She's been on the show a bunch uh, founder of the Fearless Living Institute. We're going to find out what she's up to. Best-selling author, Fearless Living, Fearless, Change Your Life in 30 Days. Do I look fat in this? I asked myself that question this morning. But here she is hitting it with us. Rhonda, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. Dr. Pat, you know what? You are by far the funnest, funnest radio house in the entire universe. i got to just say that. You always are so generous, so kind, so on purpose, and so dedicated. You are at that global outreach for global prosperity and, you know, exactly what the world needs, and you're giving 30 hours of just continuous radio time. I mean, what a, what a goddess you are. A giver. Awesome. That's just, you're just a giver, Dr. Pat. You're just a giver. Thank you, Rhonda. And everybody here is uh, checking you out because we got you up on the big 47-inch screen. We got your website up there. We got your picture up there. Uh, and, uh, in, you know, Rhonda, let me start with the, kind of the beginning of the conversation. People have said to me, why are you calling this a global prosperity initiative? And, uh, and and it's kind of interesting, and I wanted to, and so this is the question I'm asking everyone I'm interviewing over these 30-plus hours here this weekend. Global prosperity, when I say that to you, Rhonda, what does it make you think about? Well, I, I want to tell you what it does to my body first. It, it puts a smile on my face, and my cells are jumping up and down, right? Because when we have global prosperity, when we really get into that abundance consciousness, not from a place of necessarily just, not just money, because it's really more than money. It is about recognizing that you are enough and that you have enough. Even when things look bleak, that there is, there is a flow, there's a continuous flow. And if you can just have faith and step into that flow, because it's right there for you, when you can step into the flow, when this world can step in the flow, because why are there wars? Why is there fighting? You know, right? It's, it's all about, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, I gotta get more, I gotta get more, I'm not safe, I'm not safe, I'm not safe, I'm not safe, I have to protect myself, I have to protect myself. So when I think of global prosperity, I think, oh my gosh. Everyone can love, everyone can receive, everyone can give, that there is a flow of life that all of us can give and receive to one another, and yes, we'll be taken care of. We might not have the money, but somebody will, and maybe we're the ones with the money, and we have more to give. It's just that everyone becomes part of a global community taking care of the whole, and that to me is particularly exciting. I love it. And, you know, Rhonda, I, I mean, I'm so thrilled that you're here and having this conversation with me. But, you know, I, I had a little temper tantrum, and you know me well enough, right, when we get fired up on the radio mm -hmm. here. Uh, yeah. I had a little temper tantrum, and, and with the temper tantrum I had was I, 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 I
to, I went back to the East Coast back home for the holidays, right? And everybody mm-hmm. was, and, and we had the family, the family, and they're watching the news, continuously yeah. watching the news. And I left sure. there, and I was just like, oh, please, I can't. And then uh, right at the beginning of my show, they play the news out of the Seattle station. And yeah. it was downturn, downturn, downturn. I, can't, I went on air, and I said, that is it. We have to stop with this downturn business. You know, this is yeah. not working for us. We have got to stop with the downturn business. So from your perspective, Rhonda, I mean, uh, uh, help me. Help me. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising, Dr. Pat. The Phoenix is rising, right? You know, we have to, you know, the burn, the ashes have to burn. Everybody has to, you know, in our own way, we have to disintegrate our old image of ourselves before we rise again, right? So, yeah, the downturn, the downturn, I mean, that's what makes great news, right? Everybody likes to talk in the news cycle about fear, right? It's all fear-based to get you scared because if you're scared, then you'll do what they say because scared people follow orders really, really well. Right? So scared people follow orders well. So there's like a mass, follow me because you're scared and I know what to tell you. That, that, that's the whole point of, you know, politics. That's the whole point of the news. It's like if I just scare you enough, you'll do what I say. So really when you're talking about when you, you say the words to me, global prosperity, I no longer have to think of mass consciousness in the sense of I'm not, I'm not doing this to follow you to get scared. I can actually make choices because when you're scared, many of us, sadly, don't have the skills and the tools, the awareness, the courage to make our own choices, right? So when that downturn happens, it's like, okay, do you want to go down with the turn? Like, do you want to, do you want to follow the crowd or do you want to make a different choice? I mean, this is where the rubber hits the road. This is the, this is the fork in the road. This is a fork in the road. You know, so if you keep hearing about the economy going down and you just go, yeah, the economy's going down. Well, yeah, the economy's going down. Yeah, the economy's going down. Yeah, the economy's going down. Then, you know, talk to a donut shop whose profits increase 17% or talk to a liquor store or talk to, you know, there's tons of businesses out there that are making more money than ever because of this recession, right? So, um, you know, it all depends on what you listen to, what you're hearing, you know, what you put your, you know, what are you listening for? What are the filters in which you listen to the world? So the downturn is, is just an opportunity for you to make a different choice, right? And, and the global prosperity is really an opportunity to go, okay, how safe do I feel? How safe do I make myself? How much can I give and receive love? How, how generous am I? How giving am I? How receiving am I? Because it's not just giving, it has to receive. The cost of giving is receiving, right? So, you know, how much can I receive as well? How much can I be in of the world and not be caught in the tide, right? I, love right? I don't that. get caught in the tide, but I want to be in the flow. Right. I mean, and this is what I love. You know, here's the other thing. You and I know about naysayers, right, Rhonda? I mean, how many yeah, times yeah. have people said to you, uh, what, you're going to do what? You're going to, like, on television? Really? You, Rhonda? Uh, what, Phyllis Living Institute? Uh, right? Best-selling author? Uh, right? Nobody uh, likes that stuff. Nobody wants to hear coaching on TV. Right. <laughs> Emmy Award-winning coaching on TV. So when this idea came to me, here's what I love. This is how I know I'm hanging around with the right people. When this idea came to me, and I went to Linda, and I and I started with Linda first, and and then I went to Oliver, who is the, the whole technology behind this is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing this on a wireless connection on my laptop, thanks to a genius in Germany, thanks to a woman sitting next to me right here at the North for twenty thousand women, and no one on this team said it's impossible. 
we can't do it. Linda said to me, I'm going to call all the people you want to call. Give me your list. And all of you, almost all of you said yes. Olivia Newton-John couldn't be here today but she will because she's filming but will be here on earth day let's talk about the world of possibilities in the realm of global prosperity but in the work you do in moving away from that thing we call fear yeah absolutely you know i mean obviously my filter when i look at the world is either fear or fearlessness that's how i that's how i have that's how i see the world so when people feel guilty when they feel ashamed when they blame when they when they feel lack, when they feel not enough, right? Whatever their version of not good enough is, they're in fear, right? I mean, why do we hold back? Because we're afraid. Why do we complain? We're in fear. Why do we have guilt? We, we're in fear, right? So all of these things that we call our problems or these things that we think are character defaults, you know, character flaws that we think there's something wrong with us are just, they're just part of our, the way we act out in fear. So when you start seeing your beingness or, again, categorizing whatever your fault or the things that are bad with you or the things that you shouldn't be doing or the ways that you put yourself down, if you can just see that the only reason those are occurring is because you're in fear, you have a lot more compassion to give yourself a break, to give yourself some, some compassion, to give yourself some space to actually go, well, yeah, the world is full of fear. Okay, so this is how I personalize I personalize my fear by acting out in this way. When I'm afraid, I complain. Or when I'm afraid, I, I hoard. Or when I'm afraid, I, I don't date. Or when I'm afraid, I feel ugly or, you know, feel stupid. Again, whatever that is. But to start having a relationship and understanding that, you know, you have a choice to call those character flaws or you can just go, ah, oh, that's me in fear, right? And when you do that, it gives you so much more space to make another choice. Because if you think they're character flaws, if you think there's something wrong with you, if you think there's some psychological problem that you can't get over, if you think this is just you being undisciplined and lazy or stupid, you really can't change that. Really no place to go. There is no global prosperity in that. There is hanging on for dear life of what you have because, gosh forbid, it leaves. Whether that's a man, whether that's a woman, whether that's money, whether that's your job, you are in panic mode. Even though you're looking, you know, completely unruffled maybe on surface, you feel panicked inside. So, you know, in the eyes of fear and fearlessness, as you start building a relationship with your fear, you are also building a relationship with your fearlessness, right? You're starting to see another way to live this life. You know, I have this model called Structures Can Die, and you and I have talked about Dr. Pat Structures Can Die. It's like, you know, how can yes. you take a stretch today? You know, how can you take a little stretch today, right? I mean, like what you're saying right now, what you're doing right this moment with me on the line, I don't know if it's a stretch for you, a risk for you, or a die for you. A risk is like, oh, I don't know if I can do it, but oh, I might, I might not. A die is like, I don't think I can do that. And a stretch is, of course I can do it. I just have to do it. So, you know, I don't know if it was a stretch or could die for you, but it was something to be doing this. I never thought about not doing it. Let me tell you, when the idea came to me, Rhonda, and you know this, mm -hmm. what happens when you get an idea like that, I went into motion, called Oliver, and I said, can we do it? And then I said, well, I need to do it this way. Then I said, I need to do it this way. Then I said, we need to take callers. Then I, everyone, no one around here said, no, we can't. Linda got on that yeah. phone and, 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 you know, two weeks to put something like this together. Anybody in this business would have said, oh, really? We didn't even look back. So that, that's got to be the stretch, right? Right, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you but are I know this a trailblazer. Is a God thing, Rhonda. 
I, I'm telling you, I know that I'm not driving this ship. I know I'm getting a lot of help, you know, from, you know, right. from. But, 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 but that's you are, but, but, but Dr. Pat, that's the gift you are because you're fearless. You know, mm. you know, other people, other people get God messages. They just don't listen because they don't trust that it is God. They think, well, is that me or God? Is that, is that my intuition or is that, what, what is that? Right? They doubt, right? They don't know. They, and one, you of, your, know, one of the great things. Go ahead. Sorry, we're having a little delay. I, 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 I lived a, a, a part of my life in doubt, though. You know, and I think mm-hmm. I got really ticked off at it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it, right? You have to get to a place that you go, okay, I'm I'm done with doubting myself. You know, it, it, you know, the work is, the real work is, you know, it's nice to listen to us on the radio. It's nice to do, you know, read my book. It's nice to do homework. It's nice to do all those things. But the real work of being fearless, the real work of shifting your thoughts, the real work of really believing that you live in this place of global prosperity, the real work is starting to filter your world on a daily basis through that new way of seeing. And if you're always looking for the same things you looked for yesterday, your viewpoint's never going to change, and therefore your reality is never going to change. So the work is starting to notice, even if it's for a millisecond, the abundance around you, even if, you know, even, again, we've, we've all heard, like, look at the grains of sand and look at the flowers, right? Or, you know, look at the snowflakes, right? I don't care how you look at it. I don't care where you look at it, but just start looking. And when you see it, again, just for a millisecond, grab on and say, ah, there is my prosperity. That is, that is my prosperity. I'm seeing it now. That is a manifestation of what is true for me, and I'm going to bring that more and more into my life. Because I know that global prosperity is here and now. I know it. Because we are going through, you know, what we're seeing on TV is just we're seeing the uprisings. We're seeing the dishevelment. We're seeing the right go way right, the left go left. I mean, we are seeing divides. I, mean, I feel like I'm in, you know, our 21st version of McCarthyism, right? Just like this whole, like, what the heck is going on in our country, right? Which, And then, of course, what's going on in the Middle East and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and this is the time. This is the call. This is the moment, right? So... This is where this is where greatness lives. So each of us, you know, we have an opportunity to stand for our greatness and 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 step into the flow of that global prosperity to really claim it for ourselves. Well, you know, I, I love talking with you about this, and you know, I want to say the same about you. <clears throat> you know, I've I've known you now for a bunch of years, and uh, I think we actually met in person through Bonnie, our mutual friend Bonnie, and yes. and actually met in person here at the Northwest Women Show. And, uh, you know, and before I actually met you in person, and I've read your book, back, Fearless Living, Back, Front, Sideways, Upside Down. And so the <laughs> next question then becomes, how do you, how does Rhonda Britton keep creating? Because you're always creating something new. You always know how to reach out to people where they are right now, whatever cycle we're in, energetically. It, you know, and, and I will ask you, I mean, how do you keep creating, and what is your next creation? Well, what I'm creating actually right now is something called Fearless World. We are in deep alignment, right? Global prosperity. I'm creating something called Fearless World. And I'm actually in the middle of creating this new uh program and this new project to really support the world in being fearless um, and doing what a pay what you can program. It's going to be launched in uh, end of April, beginning of May. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be called Fearless World. And I'm very, very excited about it. And so how do I keep creating? I think one of the, the ways that I create is, one, um, I don't use the past as my filter to what's going to be my future. So I don't use the past to 
filter my future. Two, I listen really, really well, and I think that's what you're exhibiting, what you're what you're showing right now, Dr. Pat. In two weeks, you made this happen. I mean, that's real listening. Like you said, the God thing, that's real listening. So I think I listen really well. I don't let the past make my decisions for the future. So if I did this one thing in the past, it doesn't mean I can't do it again, or it doesn't mean that if something I create in the future doesn't go along with it, it doesn't matter. It's about being willing to be present to what is in front of me rather than to prove what be, what's behind me is right. And I think a lot of people spend a lot of time proving the way they've lived or what they've believed or what they said what they said in the past is right. And so when you are busy proving the past, you there's no way to create the there's no way to create the future. No way. Because you will not be open, you'll not be available because when you're creating a future, you have to be willing at every moment to be wrong about everything you know. So, you know, so it's going to be wrong about everything you know now, but your future will be created out of more expansion, more possibility, more more things than you ever thought possible. If you have to have everything you've ever believed be right all the time and can never go outside that, that, that way of thinking, your your creation, you're already, your level of creating the opportunities and possibilities are already cut in half, cut and forth, cut and forth right? You, you just, you're not going to be available to everything out there. So are you willing, you know, I, 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 listening your viewers right now, I invite them to contemplate, like, okay, wait a minute, have I allowed my past to dictate my future? Am I trying to prove the past was right so that I can't listen to what is true for me now? Oh and am gosh. I willing, yeah, and am I willing to be wrong about everything in order to listen about what's next for me? Now, I love what you're wrong, talking. I right? love this. I love what you're talking about, Rhonda, because you know I'm sitting here listening to you, and I'm thinking, and I'm saying, my gosh, when I look back at my past, which I don't do very often, you know, there's so much about it that uh, I, I I was so willing to let go of. I mean, uh, and, and yeah. I didn't really hadn't thought about it the way you're describing it. You know, I, I let the past be the past, but I don't have to be right about that. Or write about a circumstance. And I was just thinking about this. You know, you and I both have had some loss in our life. And right Mm -hmm. now, you know, we have millions of people at that same level. I wanted to ask you, and I wanted to thank you for joining me here today. I wanted to ask you, what do you, how do you respond to the statement, you know, things happen for a reason? You know, that, you know, that's the list now, but it happened for a reason. Or if somebody says to you, uh, you know, you may not feel it today, but you're certainly going to look back and uh, see the opportunity. What's your response to that? Well, first of all, the second thing you just said, which is, oh, you may not feel it now, but, you know, you look back on this and know the truth. If anybody said that to me, if they're saying it that way, that means I'm probably not ready to hear it. So right. probably don't ever say that to another human being, right? So anybody listening exactly. to us to tell some, right? To tell somebody in pain, well, I know right now you may not feel it, but this will be a blessing in the future. The person who's feeling the pain just wants to look at you and go, shut up, right? So <laughs> they're not ready for that. They're not ready for that. So you can't tell somebody that this is going to be a blessing. You can never tell somebody. It's almost like they have to be ready and be contemplating themselves to hear it because otherwise it's just an insult to their pain, right? It's an insult to their process. It feels like you're pushing them too fast. So do I, when, when somebody says to me, uh, and what you're alluding to is, you know, the the horrific experience I went went through when I was 14 and had the, right. I pray this never 
happens to anybody. I witnessed my father murdering my mother and committing suicide in front of me. And, and you know, now it's been 35 years, right? Um, I still have moments of deep sadness and pain. And, you know, I talk about it in my blog, you know, at rondabrook.com. And, you know, I, sure, I miss my mom. Of course, all those things are still true, right? And I have healed to a certain point that I can extract the lessons from it. Right, there has to be a healing or a willingness to heal, to put it quote unquote in the past to extract the lessons from it. Unless you're willing to see the larger viewpoint, you can't extract lessons. You know, mm. and also that it's not personal. My father didn't kill my mother because of me. You know, it's not personal. I mean, it had a great impact on me, but it's not personal. So, so again, even though it had an impact on me, it definitely felt personal for a long time. So, so. You know, what I invite people to do is when if somebody's in pain and you're wanting to remind them of the silver lining, the best way to remind them of the silver lining is go, hey, if you want to talk, I'm here, right? Yeah. And, and, and yes, do I believe that there's lessons of the past? You bet. And does that mean that, you know, you know, I think when, when I say things like or when people say, well, you know, it happened for a reason. That is from my solace, right? I get solace by going, well, it happened for a reason. Because if I didn't say that, I would be sitting here going, well, what could I have done? What should I have done? I should have done something different. Oh, I should have stopped in front. My father's gone. I should have jumped in front. I should have wrestled him to the ground. I should have... But so when I say things like, well, it's happened for a reason, that gives me solace. I can extract the lesson. There's a level of... Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yoga Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yoga Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for...